in your search for higher quality freelance clients and leveling up your freelance income, someone has probably recommended that you get on LinkedIn. That's where the good clients are. And this is something I recommend too. I actually have an entire course on how to cold pitch on LinkedIn to build a freelance business. And I teach the exact steps I took to leave my nine to five job and replace my nine to five income working from home with all the flexibility and great stuff that comes along with that. I will say this, LinkedIn can be a cesspool of corporate politics, bragging, fake stories, and ruthless self-promotion. And there's really nothing wrong with that. I'm a content creator myself, so I'll never crap on someone who is out there trying to promote themselves as well. It's just part of the game. It can actually make writers especially feel really bad about themselves, feel really overwhelmed and intimidated because it just seems like everybody is doing so well because of the self-promotional nature. I'm gonna share with you today how to make the most out of the LinkedIn platform so you can get clients, but I'm also gonna share with you what I find super cringe so that when you see that stuff, you can just scroll past or kind of remove it from your feed and understand that not everything is as it appears and that there's actually no reason for you to be intimidated by a lot of the stuff you're seeing on the platform because most of it is BS. Now let's start off with the positives because I don't want to be a downer on your day by just complaining about the LinkedIn platform. The number one reason why you should be on LinkedIn for freelance work is that it's just less saturated than other freelance platforms like Upwork. Upwork is really the most popular freelancing platform for writing jobs, but every type of freelance work kind of has that one platform that everybody goes to to find work and it makes it really saturated. It kind of makes you feel like you're competing and that you are bidding for jobs and never getting responses. LinkedIn, just by nature, because it's a platform meant for so much more than freelancing, is just going to be less saturated and you have more of a chance of cutting through the noise because your clients probably didn't expect to get pitched on that platform by a freelancer. The other reason is you're just gonna find higher quality clients. Now, there's so many reasons as to why the clients are a little bit higher quality on LinkedIn. However, I like to talk about it in terms of like Tinder and Match. When you go on Tinder, it's most likely you're looking for a certain kind of dating situation, maybe more of a hookup or something casual, whereas Match has a reputation for being a platform where people who actually are serious and want marriage and long-term commitment, they're the ones using that platform. And I do feel like it's kind of that vibe with Upwork and LinkedIn. There just tends to be higher paying clients on that platform in general. What I love about LinkedIn is it basically acts as a transparent org chart where you can see who works in the company, how many people are working there, which person is in each role, what somebody's title is, whether they've left a company, whether they've gotten promoted. It's all really transparent and it allows us as freelancers to always know that we are pitching the right people or going after the right people. On top of that transparency, it allows you direct access to somebody's inbox because when you message somebody directly on the platform, it also winds up in their inbox. So it kind of does double duty where you're not only gaining direct access to them and you're allowed to message them, but that message then gets sent to their email inbox. Now, cold emailing is a really effective way of finding freelance clients. So imagine being able to just get on the platform and send that message without having to hunt down people's email addresses. It's just less work, which is why I stick with LinkedIn over cold emailing as my primary cold pitch strategy. What I also love about LinkedIn is that most companies are active on the platform and actively promoting themselves and talking about what's going on within their company. Again, it's that transparency. So as a freelance writer, when you can see somebody's marketing initiatives playing out in real time, it allows you to pitch relevant services and you're just gaining that intel. For example, if you see that they are holding a huge webinar or summit, that's something you can bring up to the client on the call and it's going to make you look like you're doing your due diligence and that you really care about their business. So not 
not only does it give you the transparency into that company, but it also gives a client transparency into who you are. When they get that message, your little picture shows up right next to your message, whereas email is a little bit more impersonal. It's just a wall of text. So they can see who you are pretty much right away. They get a message from you. They click and navigate onto your profile. They can see what you do, who you do it for, past clients, they can see your work because you can put little portfolio pieces in your featured section. And the about section basically acts as a cover letter that allows them to see a little blurb about you and what you do. So everything a client needs to make a decision about you is actually right there on your profile. And then they can get on a call with you and learn more about you. It just builds that instant trust and credibility. I find that with LinkedIn, a lot of the clients who I get on calls with have already familiarized themselves with my profile, my website, and my portfolio pieces. And that just means I don't have to sell myself super hard on these calls. They kind of sell themselves on me before getting on the call. And they're really just doing that call as a way to make sure I'm not a psychopath. Now here's maybe the best news of all. You do not need to post content on LinkedIn to make the most out of this platform and actually build your freelance business. You can make all of your interactions private with clients the way I do and not worry about producing thought leadership content and posting status updates every day or every week. A content strategy takes a lot of time and resources. And actually, I just don't think it makes sense as writers for us to even have the time to create a full-blown content strategy for ourselves. It is possible and it is definitely something to strive towards so that eventually you're creating that inbound demand. But in my opinion, you can do that just as well with asking for referrals from your existing clients. So I don't plan to have a content marketing strategy on LinkedIn to promote myself. So if you don't feel comfortable, you don't have to either. You can genuinely just use the other features that I talk about in this channel and not put yourself out there publicly, which is huge because if somebody said that to become a freelance writer, I needed to post my own content and promote myself, I would never have gotten into this industry. I went from being a regular nine to five person to building a full-time freelance business and none of that required putting myself out there. What did require putting myself out there is obviously what I'm doing right now, which is educating other freelance writers, but that came much later on. It's not something I would have ever thought of doing when I first became a freelance writer. Here's the other thing I want you to keep in mind, and pardon my French, but people are full of shit on LinkedIn. There are so many braggy, cringy posts. People just have no shame. They tell personal stories. A lot of it sounds made up. They try to humble brag, and it's not humble at all. And there's nothing wrong with this. I mean, I'm not going to knock anyone who creates content because look at me, I'm doing it too. And I just you know, don't like to tear people down who are trying to get themselves out there and promote themselves. However, as writers, I want you to be aware of it because when you get on there, it can seem like everybody is doing so much better than you when in reality, you have no idea what their lives are like, what their career status is, and how much money they're actually making. I really have trained myself to glaze over some of the stuff that really used to annoy me about LinkedIn because it conjures up all of the reasons why you left the nine to five world to begin with. It's the ass kissing, the self-promotion, the ruthless climb to the top, right? As freelancers, we kind of take a step back and leave that behind to work for ourselves and not have to deal with that. So to have it thrown back in your face on LinkedIn, it might just give you the ick as everyone is saying right now and make you think that this platform is not worth it. And I want you to realize that 
you really can train the feed to stop showing you some cringe stuff just by liking things that are not cringy and by hiding stuff that you don't want to see. For example, people's really strong political opinions. So that's my opinion is really to train the algorithm to show you things that are relevant to you and what's going to help you. So I really focus on just liking marketers posts who talk about what's going on in their company or they're actually putting out helpful content where I can learn something. A lot of people try to be thought leaders on LinkedIn, but they wind up posting condescending stuff. It's like tearing somebody's marketing down or pointing out a mistake or trying to cancel somebody. It's so petty and at the end of the day, you just close out the window and you don't feel good. And that's not how you want to feel after navigating social media. I really just click on the stuff and like and interact with posts that are relevant and I know are moving me forward. And that sometimes means not interacting with other freelance writers. Even though I really am a big believer in networking with other writers, sometimes seeing people's posts makes you feel a little bit intimidated. And that's not how you want to feel as a freelancer. You don't want to constantly remind yourself of all the people who are doing better better than you or have impressive clients, if you are going to get in your head in that way, you're much better off just hiding them. It's not mean or it's not an insult to them. It's just about staying in your own lane and putting those blinders on so you can focus on running your own race and doing what you want to do without everyone else's noise in your ear. Comment down below and tell me if you have been thinking about getting on LinkedIn or if you're already on LinkedIn. And if you are, have you seen some of the cringy stuff that I'm seeing? Obviously, everyone's feed is different. And I've also been on the platform since 2020 and have so many connections that what I'm seeing might be drastically different from what you're seeing. And that's the interesting thing about social media in general is that you tend to get trapped in echo chambers and silos. So I'm interested if you've experienced some of the same cringiness. My number one tip for navigating LinkedIn is really to get in, get out, do what you need to do, and don't spend any additional time on the platform. So in my course, I actually teach you to set a limit for yourself per day. Okay, I'm going to do 10 interactions on the feed every morning. I'm going to send 10 cold pitches on a Friday. I really try to stay off of LinkedIn and limit my time on there because past a certain amount of interaction, it's not going to be doing my business any good. If anything, it's just mindless scrolling and might make me wind up feeling intimidated by the success of other people. So I would go on there, do what you need to do, and then get off the platform and focus on improving yourself as a writer versus scrolling social media. Now, if you want to know the story about how I actually got on LinkedIn and built my freelance business step-by-step, you're gonna to want to download my LinkedIn guide below. I tell you a little bit about how I transitioned and replaced my nine to five income with a freelance income. It's a free downloadable guide for you and you can learn how to set yourself up on LinkedIn step-by-step. Step. See ya.